You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you can join us. Welcome. We're here today with Deborah Weston, OD. Dr. Weston and her husband, Douglas Weston, own Weston Town Center Optometry in Weston Town Center, Florida. Welcome, Dr. Weston. It's great to have you. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about your your practice and, and how uh, that, that came to be. I started the practice in 2008. Actually, I purchased the practice from an existing owner who started the practice in the Weston Town Center in 2001. Mm-hmm. I was an associate with that previous doctor. And in 2008, I purchased the practice 100% by myself. And for the next 11 years, I believe, I owned that practice until I brought my husband, Douglas, over from his existing practice. And we are now the co-owners since January 2018. That's great. And what what kind of uh, practice is it? Does it have a, a specialty focus? So we are a general optometry practice. We do have some subspecialties in dry eye therapy, and I also specialize in vision therapy for developmental uh, vision issues, particularly with children and young adults. So you've got a mix of patients who you see sort of once a year for an annual exam and those who come back uh, a little bit more frequently for the vision therapy or dry eye kinds of services. How do you stay connected with this broad range of patients? Well, especially in the past year when we haven't been able to physically see all of our patients in person, we have really taken on the digital world of communicating with our patients, whether it's through uh, telemedicine, uh, which was a a new uh, opportunity for us to utilize over the pandemic, as well as digital opportunities through uh, contact lens ordering. We switched all of our contact lens ordering to online style ordering, uh, particularly with Marlowe, happened to be one of our mainstays for being able to allow patients who are in Alcon brand contacts to continue getting their contact lenses ordered, as well as being able to get reminders for their appointments coming up. We also use a system, um, a phone system that allows us to not only use it actually as a phone, but it's our patient communication system. So we have the ability to send emails, email blasts, and uh, two-way text messaging. And I did utilize over the pandemic the opportunity to do the email blast to allow patients to know we were still open. They could purchase their contact lenses either by phone or online. And that allowed our patients to really be able to continue their communication with us and us with them, even if they weren't physically able to come into the office. How much of this has staying power now that, now that, you know, there's a a little bit more freedom of movement, um, a little bit more ability for people to come in for their contact lenses, for example, you know, it, are you are you sticking with these these some of these initiatives that you implemented during the pandemic? A hundred percent, actually. The telemedicine we haven't had to really use as much anymore because we are having the capability of having patients feeling comfortable 
coming in, we're maintaining all strict COVID protocols, mask wearing, sanitization, things like that. But our patients have expressed to us really their enjoyment of not having to call us to place their orders, uh, their reorders, come in to pick up their orders. Our patients in particular for Marlowe, uh, Alcon wears, um, really are very vocal about how much they love the ability to have the freedom to order their contacts whenever they want. Um, we do get email confirmations from all the companies letting us know when they're ordering. And that's really been something that even on a Sunday afternoon, when I get an email letting me know that an order was placed, particularly, let's say, um, I, I go back to Marla only because they have really great communication between us and the patients. And it allows me to see that the patients are staying engaged even on a Sunday afternoon, uh, you know, sitting on my couch, I'm checking my email and I see that my patient enjoyed their trial contact lenses and placed their order. So in particular for contacts, it's a really great way to stay engaged with our patients, even when they're not able to come into the office or they don't need to. So that actually raises two, two questions and I'll ask them both so I don't forget. Okay. <laughs> Um, one is, do you feel like you have enough control over the system as a doctor? And the second part of that is, did, did this patient reaction surprise you? So for the first part of that question, yes, absolutely. Uh, I really have felt more comfortable with most of the digital online platforms that the companies are allowing us to use in order to be able to control whether it's our pricing, our uh, time frame that we allow patients to order contact lenses so they don't go too far past their yearly exam and really fall off a cliff, which happens a lot with patients if you don't stay in contact with them. Um, Marlowe allows us to really dictate um, pricing as well as yearly orders. Um, messages that um, they send to the patients are directly connected to our office. So the second part, as far as the surprise, well, I think in this digital age, there's definitely most people are almost expecting to have that option. But I think that a lot of people are still really, really thrilled when we provide for them a digital experience, really from start to finish from their check-in process, we're paperless office, our equipment we use, uh, all of our equipment is digital um, from the refraction to the retinal imaging. And then that finishes off with their ability to have the control of ordering their contact lenses and staying in contact with us. So I think that that was something that was a nice surprise to see that they really do vocally appreciate having that opportunity. Do you think that you captured patients who were online shopping otherwise? I mean, does, is, is there a revenue bottom line here? I, I absolutely do. Uh, prior to the pandemic and us having to make changes to how we operated in general, but in particular with contact lens orders, <clears throat> it was very easy to see scripts walk out the door. No matter what relationship I, uh, my husband and I would have with our patients individually in our exam rooms, and uh, we would still sometimes see that patient ask for that script. I'm going to go shop around. Now we have an opportunity to let them know, listen, you don't have to shop around. We provide for you a digital platform. Uh, again, using Marlowe as an example, 
we are able to get them easily set up via QR code. They have control over setting up their information, what information is being uh, given to the company. We let them know that this is a concierge style platform for them to be able to keep a connection between us and their contact lens company. Um, And then also it allows us to provide for them a better pricing point. And, uh, you know, this in these days, that's certainly just as important as the quality of the contact lens sitting on their eyeball. And so I think that really makes a difference. We actually were able to even capture patients who were not even our patients during lockdown, again, we were fortunate. We were able to, in Florida, stay open. We were deemed essential providers, and we were able to provide services for our patients. Um, and word of mouth got out there that we were open, and through either friends of ours or patients of ours um, let other patients know. And we started providing a contact lens ordering for them through this digital platform. And some of them who were local actually became our patients because of that. So yeah, absolutely. Maintaining those scripts, staying in house and um, really gaining new patients because of it. It's really a reflection of how much those multiple touch points matter, right? Because yeah. if, if they're ordering from someone else or if they're getting their information from someone else, you know, not through your website or your social media pages, those are, those are all kind of <clears throat> missed opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, There were times when, because of other online platforms that are out there where patients can take their script and order, and we could potentially not see that patient for three to four years, they'll come into the office and I'll say, oh, you're not wearing your contacts anymore. I haven't seen you in three. Oh, no, I'm still. Well, where are you getting them from? Okay. So all the typical online places that you can order from that don't verify the prescription or they allow them to continue going on. And that patient hasn't been coming into the office. They haven't bought glasses. They haven't had the health of their eyes checked. You know, there's so many different missed opportunities that we were experiencing because of that. And really, you know, it was a, a catch-22. We had to go through pandemic. We had to lose people. We had to lose patients. Uh, people had to move away because of job changes and so on and so forth. But we capitalized on the opportunity to really enter ourselves into the digital age in terms of really being able to provide that service, the contact lens service for those patients in-house, online, from the convenience of their home, not having to leave and... Um, I think that patients really appreciated that. And that's that has gone a long way in retaining those patients, gaining new patients, and uh, maintaining, and if not increasing our revenue in a time when many other offices are not as fortunate. Right, right. So interesting, I mean, because you probably found this in your own <clears throat> life too, you know, that, that those online experiences, whether it's the groceries and the, the curbside pickups of, of everything, um, it's hard to go back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. We've actually had one of our main distributors that we ordered all of our contact lenses through and was delivered via courier service. And we would, ch- we would get them the next day. So that's certainly nice to be able to call the patients the next day. But, you know, honestly, um, even though at the time that seemed like the most convenient route, it actually seems like the most inconvenient way to offer that service for those patients now, because not only was it 
time consuming for staff to have to check in the product, make sure it was done correctly, um, label the boxes, contact the patient. Maybe they contact, maybe they didn't. That patient didn't necessarily pay for their contacts until they came to pick them up. So we would potentially have revenue sitting on a shelf waiting to be picked up and not making any money off of it. And so when we were contacted by that distributor to get back to uh, business with them, we said, to be honest with you, we are perfectly happy and in sync with doing things the way that we are because our patients love it. And honestly, that right there is the bottom line. The patients love it. When we are able to provide a convenience as we can, let's say, with Marlowe platform for the Alcon lenses, with um, being able to give them that QR code to, to put their information in from start to finish, we, we put in that they're trialing the lenses they get a, a message. We see where you're, that you're trialing the lenses. Let Click on this link when you're ready to order. And within three or four days, we get an email that says your patient placed an order through Marlowe. Again, just one of the many um, examples of those digital platforms for the contact lens ordering um, really made us realize there's absolutely no reason why we would go back. And I asked the staff, what would you guys like to do? And it was a resounding 100%, we do not want to change what we're doing. We really enjoy doing everything digitally. Uh, they find it to be actually more convenient, more efficient. Do you think that the pandemic created a, a deeper connection with patients, not not just through contact lens ordering, but I mean, did, did you step up similarly? Did you, did you step up more in your social media, in your website presence? So honestly, we don't really have much of a social media presence. My husband's not a social media guy. And while I do uh, some social media, I, I haven't really stepped up to that plate yet. But we are really about a very much that in-person communication. We One of the changes we made, and we haven't actually gone back to pre-COVID, is we extended our appointment times. Um, an extra 15 minutes. So instead of every 30 minutes and getting them in, getting them out, uh, we have now 45 minute appointments, depending on the, um, the the patient. And honestly, that extra 15 minutes, partly it, it was just for being able to sanitize the room and get everything ready and sanitize the frames and get all those types of things. Really what it allowed us to do was sit and communicate with the patients. Because more often than not, this was uh, we were the first place that they would walk into after being in lockdown. And we are very personable, my husband and I, and that was really important for us to be able to sit with them for that extra 15 minutes to talk about nothing about their eyes, but just how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your family? Everybody healthy? Um, you know, what have you been doing while you're in lockdown? So I think that that's showed our patients that we're not just about getting them in, getting them out, get their contacts ordered and move on. And um, that allowed us to really, um, I think, continue expanding our new patient base as a result of it. And I have to expect that you uncovered or discovered some refractive needs that they might have had during those conversations, too. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. I think that optometrists, I think that optometrists have uh, that have uh, been able to either get back, get their practice back in order if they had to close down or like us stay in uh, business is that we're busier than ever. Um, people working from home, the students who were home uh, doing virtual school over the past year. So that allowed us to expand that uh, area of 
um, either dispensing glasses or fitting contact lenses. Dr. Weston, thank you so much for sharing how the pandemic actually opened you up to, uh, to, to new opportunities and new connections with your patients. Marjolyn, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast. I really, really look up to everything that you're doing, in particular for women in optometry. It's really, really nice to see that we as women have a much bigger voice in the world of optometry these days. And I really, really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again on WO Voices. If you'd like to be a guest on the series, please send us an email at wovoicesonline at gmail.com, through our website at womeninoptometry.com, through Facebook at WO Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.